The Voices of Search podcast is a proud member of the I Hear Everything podcast network. Looking to launch or scale your podcast? I Hear Everything delivers podcast production, growth, and monetization solutions that transform your words into profit. Ready to give your brand a voice? Then visit IHearEverything.com. Bridge Toll, California, customer service number. Highway miles to the gallon, Ford Focus. Thailand Cave Rescue Operation. What is Schema F? Best wine bars in San Carlos, California. Best Western hotels. How old is Ronaldo? What happened with Big Brother? What's a good engagement? How long before a wedding should I send out save the dates? Use IMAP to check email on other email clients. Identify fonts from where to find the Welcome to the Voices of Search podcast. Today, we're going to discuss thinking about SEO strategy from a general marketing strategy perspective. Joining us today is Garrett Merguth, who is the CEO of Directive Consulting, which is a B2B and enterprise search marketing agency that companies trust to scale their business. Directive supports customers with SEO, PPC, content marketing, and social media driven by powerful analytics and a dedicated team of specialists. Yesterday, Garrett and I talked about how to determine your totally addressable market for an SEO campaign. And today we're going to talk about mastering the who with those SEO campaigns. And this podcast is also sponsored by Ahrefs. What if I told you that you could monitor your website's SEO health, backlinks, and organic rankings at no costs? Sounds too good to be true? Well, it's not. Because my friends at Ahrefs just launched Ahrefs Webmaster Tools. Ahrefs' new Webmaster Tools product quickly helps you improve your site's visibility by pointing solutions to over 100 technical issues that might be holding your search performance down. Plus, AWT monitors for backlinks so you'll know the most linked to pages and how those links are affecting your rankings. And AWT shares what keywords your website ranks for and compares how you stack up against competitors for key metrics like search volume, keyword difficulty, and traffic value. Look, monitoring your website used to require multiple expensive tools. And now, thanks to Ahrefs, that's not the case anymore because AWT will help you monitor your SEO health, backlinks, and keywords for free. And no, it's not one of those 14-day free trial offers. It's a powerful site audit tool that will keep working for you for free. So check out Ahrefs Webmaster Tools at ahrefs.com slash A-W-T. That's A-H-R-E-F-S dot com slash A-W-T. Okay, on with the show. Here's the second part of my conversation with Garrett Merguth, founder of Directive Consulting. Garrett, welcome back to the Voices of Search podcast. Thanks, man. Glad to be here. Great to have you back on the show. Yesterday, we talked about setting up a marketing campaign first by understanding what you're trying to accomplish. And my takeaway from that conversation was the first thing you need to figure out is what your totally addressable market is. How many people are you trying to reach with a marketing campaign? And that's important for SEOs because a lot of the times we just think about, well, here's how much traffic we can generate and not necessarily thinking about whether it's targeted or not. When you start to think about evaluating the traffic that you are generating to figure out whether you're reaching people that are in or outside of your addressable market. How do you think about evaluating who is actually coming to your web properties through SEO? No, that's a great question, Bob. Yeah, I think ego, pride, all the things that SEO just feeds, right? You go and you do your keyword research and you're like, oh man, how many people are searching that? And unless you offer a low friction self-onboarding, high volume type product, right? Like 
So at Directive, we have a product called Institute. I want to talk about this. I think it's really important. So we have a product at Directive, a SaaS product. We want to kind of practice what we preach. So we have our own SaaS product that lets us, I think, frankly, be better consultants to our SaaS clients because we got skin in the game. And that is a $39 a month product. What that means is that essentially we can market to everyone. See, we had to do this because our retainer fee is more expensive. Obviously, our minimums are $7,000 a month to do SEO or PPC for somebody. So you have time minimums on your retainer. So you really don't have a huge market, but then you're still driving traffic like we're talking about. So how do you monetize that traffic if the majority of the people visiting your site don't fit? So we offered a $39 a month product. And the reason that's so important is we have two different strategies for content between our services blog and our institute blog. And we chose to separate and build two separate blogs on the same domain so that we could have two separate categories. Okay, so you've got this SaaS product that helps you understand who is actually being driven by your traffic. Obviously, you know the KPIs for most SEOs are what's your visibility? How many impressions are you getting? Are you getting clicks? Are those clicks converting? And what we're not thinking about is who are the actual people and are they in your addressable market? Talk to me about some of the tactics and signals that you're looking for to understand who are the people, what can you learn about them? Let's talk a little bit about evaluating some of the demographic data that comes in through SEO. Yeah, yeah. so no, that's that's great. I mean, you have some native tools like Google Analytics that allows you to do that. But you also then have really special tools like Clearbit where you can use Reveal and you can start to see the accounts that are coming in. And so what accounts are your, is your website actually driving? I think what's happened is a lot of us have got really married to like this idea of psychographic data, individual data, but we don't have any firmographic data. And so it's hard to say, oh, this is good traffic because it's a 35-year-old who lives in New Hampshire, but you don't know where they work. So how do you know that that was essentially a good visitor? And so layering that firmographic data is big. Before you go on, talk to me about the difference between demographic, psychographic, and firmographic data. Yeah. So I don't necessarily know, like, demographic to me is like an overarching idea. Firmographic is essentially uh, employee size, revenue, headcount, technologies used. This is more for at an account level. So, like, this is company data. Mm-hmm. And right. And so then psychographic data has to do with maybe income, title, age, gender, and this other kind of individual data. So you have individual data and then you have company data. And you want to essentially blend those two so you know essentially who the people are and if they work for an organization that could theoretically pay you. So you marry those two and now you have a really good understanding of your audience. And that's kind of the way I've always gone about it is first map out how many accounts exist and then figure out essentially within the function you're targeting, engineering, accounting, sales, marketing, finance, whatever that is, how many people exist in that function, that department at those accounts. And now you have your total addressable market. So now when you get into tactics and strategy, this is how it differs, right? So Institute is our SaaS product. It teaches you how to do SEO and PPC. It's $39 a month. Self-onboarding, free trial. We have this kind of low friction product. So in March, we're doing 40 pieces of content for our blog for the Institute. Okay. Really great website. Every lesson has a page so we can rank at the bottom of the funnel. So our content strategy for the Institute is we're creating five pieces of content 
that have essentially the five biggest questions people have around all 40 of our lessons. And so that gets us to essentially our total amount of content we want. We essentially want five pieces of content, all internally linking to one of our 40 lessons. And we got to do that for all 40. Okay. So that's our content strategy for Institute. Simultaneously, we have a completely different content strategy. We have a completely different audience for services. See, services needs to be about why our approach to SEO is better than other agencies, why how we think is better, the proof behind it, the data, while our institute it needs to be about how to do link building, how to think about like what tools you need for link building, the best resources for link building. And so that's practitioner how-to content. And then we have consultative approach, theory-driven content for our services. You see what I'm saying? That's why the who matters. Time for a one-minute break to hear from our sponsor, Previsible. So you're looking for SEO help, and you got a couple of options. You could start replying to spam from agencies that claim they can get you to rank number one on Google. You can pay an hourly rate for a consultant who will inevitably nickel and dime you with hourly charges. Or you can work with a cookie-cutter agency to quickly launch a strategy-less project with low success rate. None of those sound very good, now do they? Well, that's where Previsible's integrated consulting model comes in. Previsible draws from a collective 40 years of SEO and digital marketing experience to unlock your organic growth opportunities. They build custom solutions that combine strategy, technical expertise, content, and reporting to effectively operationalize SEO for your business. Previsible's four-stage approach ensures that your SEO programs thrive by starting off with a strategy-first approach. Then they support you in your efforts to create quality content, help you identify technical issues, and most importantly, they'll work with your cross-functional teams to integrate your SEO strategies to make sure that your SEO budget actually drives results, not just your agency's bottom line. So join brands like Yelp, eBay, Canva, Atlassian, Square, all who rely on the SEO consultants at Previsible. For more information, go to previsible.io. That's previsible, P-R-E-V-I-S-I-B-L-E dot I-O. I understand the idea that you have two different products. You're targeting two different user bases. You have two different addressable markets. When you're launching an SEO campaign, hey, you figure out what your content is. You're trying to optimize that content for specific keywords. How often are you going back and saying, okay, here's the traffic that were driven from those campaigns how are you looking back at your SEO campaigns, trying to figure out what traffic came from it and evaluating whether the right traffic is actually coming through? No, no, no. So I go back a step and I do something that none of us do and I never did well enough now. And that's something I really try to do now. I read the content first and I ask myself, is it good enough that if my audience read this, they would be inspired to take some type of action? whether it's a low friction action like joining our newsletter or a high friction action like getting a proposal. And as simple as that sounds, it's like the most critical piece. That's the O's. We focus so much on ranking for things that frankly, a lot of times we haven't even read through the eyes of our customer to know if it could work. So I want to start there. So I think it's so critical. All the SEOs out here never looked at another keyword research tool again and simply interviewed their customers and then wrote content that solved their pain and that was good enough that if their audience read it, they'd want to work with them, they'd make a billion dollars. A billion dollars is a lot of money. I think the takeaway here is there's a piece that SEOs are missing when they're thinking about the effectiveness of their campaigns. You can understand, hey, there's 
10,000 people in my addressable market. I'm driving 50,000 impressions and I'm getting 10,000 sessions. I must be reaching the whole addressable market. If you don't understand who is actually driving those sessions, you don't really have a percentage of what percentage of the market you're reaching. And to me, the important thing is if you take your firmographic data and your ethnographic data, let's group that and call it demographic data together. You take that demographic data and you're saying, I'm reaching 10,000 men aged 35 to 46 who work at these type of firms with these pieces of technology installed you have a better understanding of whether those campaigns are actually working. You could really filter out whether that traffic is reaching the right people. And then you know how to adjust your strategy. When you're looking at your demographic data, when you're actually figuring out the who with your SEO campaigns, talk to me about what you think of from a next step perspective. We're reaching 8 out of 10,000 people that we want to reach in our totally addressable market. We're starting to drive a nice conversion rate. Are there strategies that you run into where you can take the demographic data and help drive conversion rates? Yeah. I mean, I don't know if I use the demographic data so much as I start to do clustering. So what I mean by that is I'll take kind of these pages on my site that I know are driving my ideal customer persona just because of the keyword, right? So... What I mean by that is like demand generation is a keyword that's synonymous with SaaS. If your title is like you do demand generation, you are in the SaaS space. It's not like manufacturing as people who do demand general. Like it's very like a, a title to that industry. So I try to find these cues, these triggers, right? So then what I do then is I'll ask myself, cool, if someone's searching for demand generation and I don't have access to a keyword research tool, I'll put into Google demand generation. And then I'll put an underscore. This is called the wildcard. And then what that's going to do is it's going to show me based on Google's actual data, what are the top search things related to demand generation. And now I'm going to use those to create a content cluster at every stage of the funnel around the keywords that are psychographically correlated to my title. And so now that I know that and to the pain I solve, right? So let's say I have my SEO agency page. I'm ranking well for that. I'll put underscore and then I'll understand the intent. Oh, wow. Okay. A lot of people are localizing their SEO agency query. Cool. I have five locations across the US. I don't have an SEO page that's hyperlinked from my Austin page. So like right now in Q2, me and my SEO team are building an SEO agency Austin and PPC agency Austin page that hyperlinks from our Austin location page because we know that essentially the search intent for what we offer is localized. And so essentially what I try to always do is stay in the SERP and not try to get more data than I can. So what I'm trying to say is like, I don't know if you can use, Ben, like perfect demographic data unless you enrich it out of Google Analytics to know that you're reaching your audience right now. But if you're enriching it, right? So you're using an ABM platform and you can see how many hits from your target accounts and Salesforce are also matching essentially cookies on your website. Now you can start doing that. If you use a product like Reveal from Clearbit, now you can start doing that. So it's kind of like if you're not enriching your data, you're stuck here on a lot of the firmographics. But if you can enrich your data, now you can essentially get at the account level if you're targeting the right accounts. And then you can understand the effectiveness of your content strategy. 
And I think that that's the big takeaway for SEOs, that just driving traffic is not enough, right? Understanding who that traffic is and understanding whether they're converting will help you to continue to optimize your campaigns. And so we're going to talk a little bit about understanding whether you have the right set of tools and technologies in our next episode. And that wraps up this episode of the Voices of Search podcast. Thanks for listening to my conversation with Garrett Maguth, founder of Directive Consulting. We'd love to continue the conversation with you. So if you're interested in contacting Garrett, you can find a link to his LinkedIn profile in our show notes. You can contact him on Twitter, where his handle is gmerguth, that's G-M-E-H-R-G-U-T-H, or you can visit his company's website, which is directiveconsulting.com, D-I-R-E-C-T-I-V-E, consulting.com. And a special thanks to Previsible for sponsoring this podcast. If you're looking for support with all of your SEO needs, Previsible's integrated consulting model is there for you. They draw on a collective 40 years of SEO and digital marketing experience to help you unlock your organic search and growth opportunities. So join brands like Yelp, eBay, Canva, Atlassian, and Square, all who rely on SEO consultants at Previsible. For more information, go to previsible.io. That's P-R-E-V-I-S-I-B-L-E dot I-O. And a special thanks to Ahrefs for sponsoring this podcast. Monitoring your website used to require multiple expensive tools. But that's not the case anymore, thanks to Ahrefs. Because they just launched their Ahrefs Webmaster Tools product, which monitors your SEO health, helps you keep track of your backlinks, and gives you the insight into what keywords are performing for free. So check out Ahrefs Webmaster Tools at ahrefs.com slash A-W-T. That's Ahrefs, A-H-R-E-F-S dot com slash A-W-T. Just one more link in our show notes that I'd like to tell you about. If you didn't have a chance to take notes while you were listening to this podcast, head over to voicesofsearch.com where we have summaries of all of our episodes, contact information for our guests. You can also send us your topic suggestions, your SEO questions, or you can even apply to be a guest speaker on the Voices of Search podcast. Of course, you can always reach out on social media. Our handle is Voices of Search on Twitter, and my personal handle is Ben J. Shap, B-E-N-J-S-H-A-P. And if you haven't subscribed yet and you want a daily stream of SEO and content marketing insights in your podcast feed, in addition to the last part of my conversation with Garrett Merguth, when we discuss how to determine if your search marketing tech stack works, we're going to publish an episode every day during the work week. So hit the subscribe button in your podcast app, and we'll be back in your feed soon. All right, that's it for today. But until next time, remember, the answers are always in the data.